All right, I am hitting recording. All right. And are we ready to go? Ready as I'll ever be. Are we hooting and hollering and chilling and yeah. and whooping and laughing like a bunch of kids in a baseball stadium in 1940 eating Cracker Jacks? That's the kids. The light cut out like halfway through that. I, I, I'll do it again. I, I don't know why they breathe out so loud. Ew, these kids need to breathe through their noses. Jeepers. <laughs> there we go. That's better. Yeah, that's better. Now I'm so, lightheaded. As we begin this finale run of episodes, we're doing on the... Okay, I'm going to start over. I feel like I should I should introduce that better instead of like, just in case, like, let's say that somebody missed the end of that and they're just going to yeah, get yeah. hit like a with a brick with that. <laughs> Uh, the, the surprise losers were stopping the show. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, everybody? At the beginning, at the, good grief, at the end of last episode, we announced that this podcast is ending in a Yay! few episodes. Yippee! Aww. There's going to be a bunch of uh, little, little, uh, those little, like, like uh, confetti noises playing through a soundboard um, yeah. in the edit. And Thanks. so with because we've run out of bad ideas to talk about. So we're talking about those last few things and doing those last few things that we've wanted to do this whole podcast. And one of those things is that I want to go on a ramble about military aircraft. Wow. All right. It's going to be a fun one. And this when I tell you that um, this is the most tank topic I could possibly think of. <laughs> this is, without a doubt, the most just, yep, this is him. Yeah, this is what I do. This is this is what I like because, you know, I find the world of military aircraft fascinating. Not only do they look cool, sometimes they've done other things too, but okay. often, you know, I think it it all starts it's all roots from the fact that these things look awesome. Have you mm -hmm. ever looked at a military airplane? Yeah. It's kind of hard. Well, while there's some of them that look kind of stupid. Maybe I could even like mention some, you know, at the end of this, I'll bring up some airplanes that look stupid because I'm going to be talking about a couple of different airplane ideas, per, ideas pertaining to airplanes in World War II. They were pretty dumb. There's a lot more, but I want to focus on two of them. Also, um, welcome to No Good Ideas of Brad and Hank. Yeah, I, I really launched <laughs> into this. I'm so excited. I just was like, no intro, no Screw yeah. it. I'm I'm going crazy. Yes, welcome to No Good Ideas with Brad and Hank, where we talk about bad ideas throughout history and pop culture. And in this instance, throughout the sky. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. That's really good. Thank you. Uh, that's Brad. I'm Hank. And believe it or not, I don't know if you could tell by now, but I like airplanes, military airplanes especially. Um, commercial airplanes are cool and all, but they don't have a gun on them. Oh, yeah. That would be wild if... They started putting guns on commercial aircraft just in case. Well, I don't think you could do that anymore after 9-11. That's a joke I mean, about, like, the TSA. Oh, yeah, 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 I got Thank it. You. I, I'm tracking now. Woo! Um, Woo! Yeah, goodness knows they do not have TSA checking people getting into their, into their modern you know, on their F-18s. Those things do have guns on them. Yeah. <laughs> they do not run a metal detector on that thing. Um, so, Hank, besides, you know, the argument that uh, war is bad and any civilian or soldier dying is a bad idea, what are the bad ideas associated with military planes? They go pew, 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 pew. Yeah. 
That was a little, um, that's what I sounded like when I was playing with my little Lego airplanes I would build as a child. Um, so in World War II, I really feel as though World War II airplanes, the World War II era was the coolest era of airplanes. Um, I think Korean War era is next up. That was right where planes looked awesome and they were figuring out a lot of cool stuff. But it was still fighting in airplanes at that stage was almost medieval. You know, nowadays you have these stealthy airplanes that are built with a bunch of parallel lines so that, you know, radar just kind of can't be tracked, bounces off of them. And they shoot a missile and it flies off and it's got a bunch of computers on it and it blows up hitting something that is, you know, 20 miles beyond the range that you can see. And that's not very exciting, is it? Clicking a button saying, that person that I can't see is going to die now. Um, that's not very yeah. exciting. Does it, yeah. is, does it make sense that, you know, things would advance to that point with technology? Probably, but that's not very exciting. When things were exciting is when a World War II, you've got a bunch of rickety fabric and metal aircraft that, you know, you got like 40 of them in a swarm and they see another swarm of 40 and it's like a Lord of the Rings fight, except you're flying and going at 400 miles per hour and shooting 50 caliber bullets. Have you guys seen a 50 caliber bullet? Those well, things actually, are insane. Well, let me look, yeah, up, look up what a 50. Look up how big a 50 caliber, caliber bullet is. These were shooting like thousands of these at each other. Whoa. Uh-huh. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Those are huge. That's not a little pistol bullet. That's not a little pistol bullet. No. Like I see I have a picture of it like compared to like a dollar bill. And like, you know, the I think it's the the three hundred or point three is like barely going over the dollar bill. And then you get to the fifty caliber and it's like huge. Yeah. So um a little little news flash for those listening. A bullet larger than a dollar bill will mess you the frick up. Yeah. I don't know if you knew that, but it would. Um, mm-hmm. And so you've got them, you know, swirling around in circles, and there's like 80 of them, and they're all shooting and exploding, and that's so much cooler than just like, oh, click missile. Yeah. Oh, it's gone. Got to confirm they died. Um, like, so I believe that, that was, they were the coolest looking planes, most fun to, you know, conceptually to like watch. And, you know, um, if anybody watched Devotion, Devotion was a really good movie. Top Gun Maverick. That's what I'm just talking about how I like planes. I haven't gotten into the bad ideas. I need to get yeah. into the bad ideas. Um, so when you've got a lot of experimentation happening, as you know, you could probably tell by what I talked about, planes have advanced a lot. And this is going to be when they're like, World War II was on that big growth curve. Like, there were still biplanes in service at the beginning and and at the end, while jets were starting to exist. Like, we went from, like, biplanes to monoplanes. Biplanes the ones with two sets of wings um, that are from, like, World War I and older, and now they do silly little stunts and they look quirky. Um, and then you get monoplanes, single layer of winged uh, propeller planes, and then you start to get jet planes like the ME-262 and the uh, S-100. I'm going to look it up. I'm going to look it up and make sure that I'm right that the shooting star is the F-100. Uh, because I'm not as familiar with this plane. Uh, oh, it's not coming up on Google. I think I'm wrong. It's the P-80. Whoops. Whoop. Idiot. Uh, Friggin' idiot. Oh. oh. Um, so, 
you know, we, there was a lot of technological innovation happening. And we're going to talk about how one of the worst ideas, not the worst ideas, but a pretty bad idea in the world. There's, you can debate a lot about what the worst idea in World War II was. That's, that's pretty, we're not getting into that can of worms. But yeah. one very bad idea within um, aviation was one of the more advanced concepts scientifically and like in airplane development. And how another one of the worst ideas was underestimating the simplicity of a good old, just the airplanes that you don't think are really going to work anymore. So we're going to start off with the really, what should have been, you know, a big, a big thing. One of the, the big new thing, the good, some really powerful super weapon. We're going to be talking about the ME 163, Messerschmitt yeah. 163, which the Comet, which is a German rocket powered interceptor. Now, Bradley, you've actually seen this airplane. I have. It was on display at the Udvarhazy Air and Space Museum in right, Washington. I remember DC, that. Which we visited. So, Bradley, I'd like you to look up the ME 163 Comet. Comet is spelled with a K. ME, say it again. ME-163, Comet, and that's spelled with a K. Gotcha. All right. Whoa. That was, okay. That's pretty sick. Yeah. So when you think of a World War II airplane, you think of the kind of like cylindrical fuselage with a propeller on the front and two straight wings. The ME-163 is a bulbous little pod with yeah. two very large kind of glider-like uh, swept wings. And a tiny little propeller on the front. It's got this little baby propeller. It's very cute. Yeah. Um, I'm not a big so, fan of all the pictures I'm seeing that have a, a swastika on the Yeah, that's uh, an uncool part of the design. Yeah. And I will say, cool. when I saw the design of it, I said, that's sick. Before I saw the swastika, and now I'm a little... <laughs> yeah. I thought yeah, this was you. like a, a type of plane that a, a lot of people use. And now I'm looking at it, and it is just... The uh, I think the Nazis only use this one. It is one. just is that the correct? Germans. Yeah, yeah. It's it just, just the, the Germans. Okay, I regret sweet. to inform you. That's why it's cool to talk about it being a bad idea. Okay. Um, I, I think, but I will say it does look kind of cute. It's adorable. It's 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 kind of cute. It's kind of stubby. Yeah. So, Bradley, walk me through. So let's say that the, the based on your knowledge, okay. walk me through well, a. Let's take a step back. I based think on you'll my be able to figure this out. Okay. You are you are a plane on the ground. You are a fighter yes. interceptor plane on the ground, and a, a bunch of bombers are flying above you. Right. You are going to take off, pull up your landing gear, fly, maybe shoot some down, do your job, and then come down and land using your landing gear on the runway. Right. All right. Not how this thing works. So, yeah. the ME one sixty three has this big machine in the back. It's rocket-powered. It uses, like, a bunch of chemicals and, uh, you know, to create this rocket-like reaction. I don't... I don't understand the, much of the, the real, like, specifics of the science here. But this is rocket power. This is not propeller-powered. Power. You know, everything used propeller for energy, like fuel and a propeller to propel the plane. This uses rocket power. So, you've got this stubby little thing with two big wheels on the bottom of the front of like the main part of the stubby part and then a little wheel on the back and you are on the runway and you launch it punch it and it takes off and it takes off fast so uh 
for a long time, this airplane actually held the unofficial flight speed record, uh, having supposedly hit 700 miles per hour in July 1944 by a test pilot, um, which was unmatched until 1953. This would take off very fast, going up into the air. And guess what would happen? The wheels, they don't go back up into your wings. They huh. fall off. Like on purpose? Mm-hmm. You don't get them huh. anymore. No more wheels. But how do you... But if the we'll wheels are gone... How do, you, okay. how, how do you come back? How do you come back? Yeah, that's <laughs> a good question. We'll get yeah. there. Uh, so, the airplane would fly up very fast and this is like terrifying to you know american bomber pilots they're flying these massive just targets you know flying very slowly over enemy territory in these four engine bombers that are huge slow and got a lot of guns to defend themselves but that can only do so much so normally you're expecting a plane to be going like in the kind of 400 mile per hour ballpark but when an airplane flies by at 700 miles per hour you are scared and uh -huh. it did work for that generally but the thing is that because this was rocket powered it didn't have that much fuel so they could basically fly up and make two passes and then like at to two dives they had enough rockets to dive twice at the bombers and then they had to go back to the ground and now you're asking the question of uh how do they land try and find a really big field and crash the plane no way oh Basically, my god yeah pretty much just like uh, get get out of here loser you got to crash the plane if the landed on its belly they had a pretty strong like you know they they were i guess designed to do it so you were landing without wheels and not on a runway you basically had to find a bit of land to get you know land and then a wagon had to come and pick the plane up and drive it back i'm starting to think the germans didn't have good ideas in world war ii Dude, I think you might be on to something. <laughs> I, I might think be you on might to be something. on to something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah here. We're, we're getting through a few German bad ideas. These are all German bad ideas because I like Good. I like it when they have bad ideas. That's well, no, 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 no. no what no. did you say, Hank? <laughs> what did you say, Hank? <laughs> oh no, 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 no. <laughs> I like it when the things they do fail. I, that's there. That's, we are. <laughs> it's <laughs> bad wording. Yeah. I'll watch that one. Um, and so come back for a landing. So American bombers, I was talking about how these are these big targets. They are flying in huge swarms. I actually don't have a number on this. I should I should try and find a number. Um, but Say seven. Let's go. Oh, no, it's way more than seven. Um, oh, whoa, eight? American, or Googling it, World War II bomber. Um squad like num 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 how do i look this up uh, number of planes in swarm or really we're struggling here um b17 flying fortress i think there could be like maybe even hundreds in, in the air at once like these were these huge swarms of bombers and i Jeez. wish i could remember like the word for like what like a group of them was called um and i know i don't mean like oh it's like a group of crows is called murder or something it's like i'm sure that i could actually look up how many were in these but there were a lot of bombers and 
how many times did I say that this this little airplane got to fly by a bomber? Oh, I I don't know. By the bomber form twice, I think so. <laughs> yeah, they got to pass it twice. So they made they built three hundred seventy of these things by the end of the war. How many bombers do you think they shot down with their most advanced experimental tech? that could fly significantly faster than any American aircraft. So they have 370 of these. You're saying how many, like, quote-unquote, enemies did they shoot uh-huh. down? Uh-huh. Out of 370, I'm going to assume, you know, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. I'm going to say one for each one. I'm also going to say 370. Alrighty. Let's, uh, let's pull up the number here to make sure I'm right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get a source outside of Wikipedia. Yep, I'm right. You're a little high. All right. 16. Wow. <laughs> Jeez. 16. This thing shot down 16 aircraft with their, their fancy new tech that, because it was really volatile, it was a really quick on and off operation, they did not shoot down very many airplanes and therefore, like, you know, didn't really have any impact on the war whatsoever. They were also a huge hazard to their pilots. You know, sometimes these explode. They just explode because you had these big chemical reactions going on. They're risky to land. Um, pilots had to do a bunch of like really intense, rigorous physical training to get used to flying so high and so fast without a pressure suit. Uh, it was not good for the pilots. They had to eat a special low fiber diet because the uh, gas in their lower intestine would expand rapidly as they went higher in elevation so quickly. Which I don't oh know God. what that does to them. I just know that they needed to not do it. So, um, wow. They had to eat a low fiber diet. This thing was a little bit of a mess. And yeah. so, and if you eat high fiber, then it's going to be a lot of a mess. Yeah, seriously. I don't, I don't know what mess that includes, but I, I, I don't want to, it doesn't sound yeah. good. Doesn't sound good. So these things were, I think we can put a big bad idea stamp on that airplane. Absolutely. Let's talk about another bad idea. Um, Please. The Bismarck. North Dakota. Germany. Oh. No. See, <laughs> see, I actually learned about the, I learned about this. This is a warship, actually. This is not an airplane. That the, is oh. the focus of the story. This is a warship. Then I'm out of here, okay? I don't want to listen to this. I don't care anymore. This I isn't funny. I came here for airplanes. Don't give me the things that airplane. No, it's a warship, not an aircraft carrier, is it? This is, No, it's not an aircraft carrier. This, okay, I was this about is to a say, warship. Yeah. So this is the the Bismarck, um, which is Germany's largest um, warship, largest battleship in their armada. It had a sister ship called the Tirpitz, and they were two of the largest actually built by any European power. This was mm-hmm. a terrifying machine. Um, you know, it, it was launched in February 1939. Um, well, the building, the building was launched. It was, okay, so it was completed being built in 1940, and it went on one offensive operation that lasted eight days in 1941. This is Germany's premier warship, and it worked for a total of eight days. This was supposed to be like their flagship, like leading the charge of their takeover of the, the world or something, just the, yeah. the might of their military power, and it lasted for eight days. And what do you think took it down? Uh, they reference kind of what I was talking about with like generations of planes earlier. 
they measured things wrong when building it? Not quite. So this wasn't this wasn't a user error. This was rather a um, an underestimation of um, really lousy old tech. This was not taken down by the premier, you know, the new fancy schmancy new warplanes in the UK's fleet. So basically, this thing went into operation, um, sunk one British warship, the HMS Hood, and then there was this like big scramble. Basically, you know. They went crazy searching for this thing. They had to find it immediately. It, sh- it sunk one of our guys. We got to destroy this thing. Uh, so the UK goes, the, the UK, the UK, mm-hmm. to talk here. I'm too excited about talking about airplanes, goes on a big hunt and they find it. And then they deploy the fairy swordfish. This airplane is a good idea. This is a good idea. The bad idea is underestimating a dinky little biplane. Um, it is called the fairy Stor- swordfish. Um, great it was name. nicknamed the String Bag. Great names sure all their... around. Man, they're killing it. Yeah, there's a lot of like names. Yeah, this is the String Bag. Naming of airplanes was a lot of fun in the World War II and Korean War area era. Um, really interesting how it was handled. So yeah, they were nicknamed the String Bag because you know these are just old, like how to describe this. Um, they're old biplanes. They actually, interestingly, had slightly swept wings, which makes them, you know, one of the earlier planes to have swept wings. You know, that they didn't really figure out that that made things a lot faster until later on. Um, so this thing's first flight was in 1934. So this this is pre-World War II stuff. This was not, as I said, not the fancy new stuff. Uh, but they could be, they were torpedo bombers. Okay. And so the UK brought out their dinky little slow, weak torpedo bombers and frickin' obliterated Germany's premier fancy new mega warship that was supposed to dominate the seas. Uh, they were slow, they flew low, so they were harder to hit, and they were basically, they were measuring by hand. They had a, a backseater, they, they were two seats, and they had... Uh, you know, two people in the, in the plane. And they had a person that basically had to measure when to launch the torpedo and what angle the plane had to be at and stuff by hand. They, wow. they were, they were working with like old, old school techniques and they managed to sink, uh, Germany's classiest, fanciest big new warship in just eight days. So the moral of this story is the fancy new plane may not be all it's cracked up to be. And the dinky old tech might actually be pretty cool. Yeah. It's not always about the fancy new thing. Sometimes exactly. sometimes you just got to go old school. Use yeah. a map and a compass. Put down the phone and use a map and a compass. Live in the friggin' moment. This is almost more limited to live in the past. Live in the friggin' past. Technologically, live in the past. We did it cooler back then. You can Bradley, live... do you think life was more fun before iPhones? Yes. I do too. Yeah. Live in the past technologically. We're, we're getting rid of technology. We're going yeah. on a crusade against technology. That's actually why we're stopping this podcast. I don't yeah, want to... Yeah, we hate technology. Look at yeah. No we're more cl- noises through phones. No more noises. Hashtag no more noises. And if you use that hashtag, you failed the test. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Um, yeah, This so this podcast actually, after, after it ends, we're going to become town criers in the town square. Mm-hmm. And we're going to to read our podcast while sitting on wooden chairs um, by the town bulletin board. 
do you where remember, you may post your business inquiries and needs. Do you remember the town crier from the town we used to live in? Well, there's a town crier? We had a town crier, yeah. We had a town crier. That's a job. Yeah. Is he elected? It, he or she uh, elected? It, it, they were a... um. It, they, they, they weren't there every day, but like I remember during the big Christmas tree lighting, we'd always have the, the town crier like say like, and now we light the tree and oh, everything. No, no. He was Kermit. We it had was Kermit the Kermit, Frog. Yeah, we had the Kermit the Frog was the big town crier for yeah, big get for that town. <laughs> um, yeah, that was we a fun really pulled thing. it off. Yeah, he you know he was actually local to the area. He lived yeah. in the swamp out back mm-hmm. playing a banjo. And yeah, then we run, would be like, dude, we need you to make a uh, a most a most delightful decree. For this this lordly township, Kermit's great because he loves giving back to the community. You know, there's so many other stars where like they want to do something like that, but he didn't even do yep. it for money. He was it was he did it for free, which was awesome. Frogs? No, wait, no. He, I, I was a, I was about to say we gave him frogs to eat, but the, <laughs> he's a frog. Why, he's a frog. That would be bad yeah. if we like fed him his own kind as as repay repayment. Hey, um, no judgment. But yeah, so that is. Two little stories of of interesting um, bad ideas in World War II having to do yeah. with airplanes. Just kind, of, mostly pretty much off the top of my head because I, I like those stories. Really? I, yeah, those. That's pretty much from memory. Wow, that's Minus crazy. A couple Googles to make sure that I, you know, have my stuff right, and I took like a couple notes to make sure that I have uh, had some facts straight. But I, I just wanted to do an episode where I ramble about airplanes, and now I did it. <laughs> this nice. is what I do. So. Now only let's took think two years. about only took two years exactly. <laughs> now let's think about. Some, I mean, we've done a couple airplane focus episodes. We've done you know AA Air Pass. We did Air Pass. Uh, the flights for men. Remember flights that? For, oh yeah. <laughs> yup. I remember that. Yeah. That's one of my Over. favorite topics because it's just so stupid. It was such a. Both of those yeah. are incredibly stupid. Yeah. Air Air Pass is fun. Stupid. Chaotic. Yeah. Stupid. But it, flights, flights for, for men, men. That's just. That just sucks. It sucks. That just sucks. It's so, so funny. Yeah, these these ideas here were a little bit less straightforward in terms of like how bad of a, a idea, an idea they were. They weren't like, you know, intense buffoonery, but they resulted in some pretty astounding failures, I think. Yeah. Um, so I think that they qualify as bad ideas. Speaking of bad ideas, or maybe some good ideas, good idea like using the fairy swordfish uh, to defeat their, their fancy new warship. Um, Bradley. Let's do our segment, good idea, bad idea. What is your good idea or bad idea this week? My, I didn't even think about this. My good idea for this week, you know, it's the top of the thing, of top of mind. I'm going to say it just because I kind of been rediscovered to it recently. And it's, it's a weird thing to be rediscovered to at this age, but it's the game Ninja. Did you ever play the game Ninja with a bunch of people all in a circle? And yes. You're, yes. We yes. use, yeah, and the goal is to try to hit someone else's arm. You go one at a time throughout the circle, and you only do one swift motion. And you can either dock, like, like, it's just one at a time. You try to hit someone else's arm in one motion, and then they can also dodge in one motion. And whenever you hit an arm, they put it behind their back, and you try to get both arms. I've been rediscovered it to it through improv <laughs> just warm-ups and stuff like that i'm like this is Ooh. a fun game this is this really is a great fun. Kind of icebreaker get yeah. people into the vibe now i have a recommendation for that game the most fun way i've ever played that game is with everybody wielding a plastic lightsaber okay and you try and to hit you, 
Yeah, so you are trying to swing. So you got longer range. So everybody's standing further apart. You're trying to swing to hit each other, but you can also block each other. Oh, it's like like that slow roll kind of like sword fight battle. And it's a lot of fun. That is the most fun way. And we just came up with that like on the spot. We were like playing edge and they were like, dude, you've got like nine lightsabers in your in your house, dude. Can we can we play with those? And we all like got them. It was awesome. Such a smart idea. So I say, like, get go to go to the thrift store, get a bunch of old plastic lightsabers, and beat the crap out of each other with them. Yeah, man, I didn't even think about that. We didn't have lightsabers uh, when we were warming up for the show, but um, right. yeah. Well, I'm sure that you can get them very cheap on eBay. Get some scratched up old ones. You don't need the fancy new ones that have lights and sounds, unless you want to really, really, really be like Star Wars characters. Yeah, which, not not too bad of an idea. Speaking of Star Wars characters, I'd like to talk about my good idea or bad idea this week. And I'm going to do a little shout shout out to my boys over at Lucasfilm Animation. This is sort of me resolving a uh, what I a perceived injustice on my part that there are actually two Star Wars series releasing at the time of this that we are recording this podcast. There are two Star Wars series releasing re- weekly on air. Bradley, I think you can probably guess which one of them is because it's being marketed very heavily. Andor. Okay, I guess not heavily enough. Uh, the Mandalorian. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> the Mandalorian. Wait, that's coming out? Yeah, Mandalorian Season 3 just started this week. Wow, all right. I, I mean, I'm... Yeah. Yeah, but that's really, you know, the big event. That's the big thing. But there's actually a second Star Wars series releasing right now by Lucasfilm Animation. It's called The Bad Batch. It's their cartoon animated series that they're running. And I believe that it is very sad that the people at Lucasfilm Animation have worked very hard to make this, their, I'd say, pretty dang good animated series. It's, you know, it's not perfect. There's definitely some, like, kind of pacing issues about the season and the season structure. But, like, when it gets good, it gets really good. And um, I'm not, like, even saying, like, you got to go watch this series because this series is sort of a follow-up to The Clone Wars, which is uh, seven seasons long uh-huh. as well. So, you know, now we're kind of, it's on season two, so this is nine seasons in um, of this, like, long-running story. But I'm just kind of saying, good idea is giving animation the time of day. This is a cause I care about because I believe yeah. that, you know, kind of in general media, animation stuff kind of gets walked over by live action stuff. I mean, look at the current Disney release schedule. Like, they've got the live action one, which is the update, the upgrade for the animated versions. I don't know if you guys have seen the leaked images of what Sebastian is going to look like in it's The Little Mermaid. Weird. Have you seen it? Yeah. Yep. It is just a normal crab, but instead of the two little black eye stalks, they're white and have a little black dot in it. Mm-hmm. And it looks awful. Yeah. And it looks realistic and it sucked all of the personality and fun out of the character design. Yeah. You know, I don't know about you guys being, I'm, I'm beginning to think, and I might've thought this the whole time that seeing, uh, needing to see your favorite animated characters, what they would look like in real life. Not super necessary. Nah, have you seen, like, those photos of, like, we made uh, Peter Griffin look like a normal dude, and you're like, I don't want to see Peter Griffin look yeah. like a normal dude, I want to see him as a silly <laughs> man. Silly drawing that somebody yeah. designed as a character and animates and breathes exactly. life into with their talents. Yeah. Not, oh, you put skin texture on him and made his eyes nah. all detailed, and he's got stubble, and this looks gross. So uh-huh. my, I guess that this is a good idea and a bad, good, bad idea. Good idea, give animation the time of day. Don't let the the kind of, I think, general societal media 
idea that, you know, live action is this like, it feels like it's treated as a tier above animation right. in terms of like, if you're seeing it, what it looks like in real life, so that's more legit. Animation takes a lot of art, a lot of care, and animation is a good idea. So bad idea, live action remakes. That's okay. That's my conclusion. Bad idea is live action remakes. They suck. They will always suck. They always take all the personality and fun out of everything. Yeah. Stop I'm, making I'm it. with you. Man. I hate them. What? I what? Do. And that that's such like even like a better response to it than the most like, oh, they just don't have any original ideas anymore. They just don't have any. That is like such like, it's so <laughs> stupid. Like, yeah. And then. Yeah, that's that's a, that's a, that's a great rant you went on, man. This is a this Thank is a gr- a great episode for this, you. This is this is yeah, this is a Hank Far rants about the things he yeah. cares about. This was just like I need to get in one where I just I just kind of go on about what I care about. <laughs> for for what are we at? What are we at in terms of the recording? Yeah, yeah, approximately half, half an hour. Yeah, um, and you just got it. So I like airplanes, and I think they're fun. I also think that animation deserves more credit and more time of day. What else, Hank? Know. What else? Oh, uh, I think I think I talked about this previously. I go see Posing Boots too. I guess it's not really in theaters anymore. Go watch it on uh, Peacock. Peacock. Yeah. Um, Or get it on DVD. I don't know. Just that movie freaking rocks. I saw it three times in theaters and I want to watch it again still. What else, Hank? What else? Oh, gosh. Oh, jeepers. Um, Lego Speed Champions is the best Lego theme. You guys, everybody sleeps on in the Lego community, but Lego Speed Champions gives the highest quality builds and always has the most revolutionary new parts and design techniques. Um, and what else? I don't know about you guys, but I think The Office is a little overrated. <laughs> no, I just, I don't, I'm not, I'm pretty impartial on that show. I'm not going to, I'm not going to go there. I know a lot of y'all love that show and that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Like what you like, do what you do, love what you love. Bradley, do you, you got any more soapboxes you want to get on? This is our oh, soapbox God, episode. I forgot. You got a new I theme. To, oh, yeah. Well, you already did a good idea, but I'm giving you an opportunity. Idea. If there's just like one thing, you just got to like get off your chest. Okay. While we're at it. I think. Oh, we time. I think baked potato chips are better than fried potato chips. The baked variety are better than like the, like the baked lays are better than uh. original lays. That's mainly because of my stomach. Uh, <laughs> if, if it's uh, too oily, it, may, it gives me a little tummy ache, but I think yeah. they still taste better. Um, I think that if, um, I think Star Wars movies should be, or in Marvel me- movies for that matter, should be released one every 10 years. I think that, uh, sure. uh, hockey is a really fun sport and should be mo- covered better and people should stop making fun of it because I kind of did growing up because it's like, Do oh, it's hockey. hockey? Not make fun, but like, know you know, it's not like the the a main sport in America. I mean, it's still pretty big, but it's like... That's true, yeah. Like, it's if I asked like, you... Yeah. Like, do you know of, like anyone the biggest who, ones... What are the three biggest sports in America? I mean, I think that football, NFL football... Yeah. NBA, and uh, baseball. Those are the big three. Yeah. Okay, um, that's, what I I, that's what I would have said, too. Yeah. And I guess hockey is fourth, but, you know, like, do you know anyone in your life who's, like, really into hockey? Who's anyone... Anyone root for the Capitals? Exactly. No, really. Yeah. <laughs> My dad and, likes hockey. He likes it enough. Oh, really? He doesn't like watch it. Right. He's, he's yeah. interested in it. Yeah. I mean, y'all so, got a pretty good team. You got Ovechkin, who has some, who's really good, but also has some really bad. He's like a Putin puppet, but we could get into that later. Oh, why did? Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa, whoa. 
yeah um but yeah the hockey's fun any other soapboxes um i think that if you uh, i don't know i I'm think chicken good. i think chicken is a better meat choice than beef if something if, if okay. i've given a, a choice between chicken or beef i'm going with chicken yeah, you can't eat beef too often. That starts to hurt your tummy. It starts um, to hurt your tummy. I'm going to really back Bradley up on the making Marvel and Star Wars movies every 10 years. I said that I'm a big Star Wars fan. You know, I said that there's two series watching uh, releasing right now, which they shouldn't be doing. Um, I'm watching both of them. That's not going to yeah. stop me. I love getting to see Star Wars stuff. But my goodness, guys, chill out. Okay. We give people a breather and maybe they'll be more excited. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do not you need got, it shoved down our throats constantly. You got to build up suspense and like excitement for stuff. Mm-hmm. But anyway. Exactly. So I'm going to side with you there. Okay. Um, and any other soapboxes? Uh, dark chocolate better than normal chocolate. That applies to M&M's. Man, that is a terrible. Whoa. <laughs> 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 that's where we disagree. Yeah. Which we're, we're stopping the pot. We're stopping with the soapboxes the second there's any disagreement. No conflict allowed on here. <laughs> dark chocolate is so bad, dude. It's so really? bad. Man. Oh, I love it so much. That's it's bad. It tastes awful. so much. Well, terrible. It's so delicious. I wish um, you the best, but man, stop it. In that case, because I'm having my opinions challenged, I'm going to get off my soapbox. Okay. Um, uh, that was a fun that, episode. That was a fun episode. Us getting everything out, getting getting it all out before we have our last. Our last few are going to be fun guest events. Yeah. 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 So I guess this is our last just us two running the episode, isn't it? Well, let's think about it. Yeah. Yeah. Man. What an adventure. So well, again, we as we wrap other this episodes. show up. Let's calm down yep, a bit. Yeah. Three episodes planned. But, you know, as we're wrapping the show up once again, you know, we're going to thank every single one of these. Thank you for listening. It's been a yeah. lot of fun having you all around. Yeah. And you'll still be able to find us places. Bradley, where can you find, where can you, can we find, find you? You can find you me at Bradley with me on Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, TikTok, and others. You can also go to Brad.rock to see everything that I've ever done ever in my life. Hank, where can we find you? Uh, YouTube.com backslash Hank Far. Watch my animations. Uh, Instagram at Faraway Bricks. Look at my Legos. And with that, um, Bradley, what should we do for the outro today? Are we not going to do the typical one that we do? Are we mixing it up? I mean, yeah, but how are we going to seem it? We've got to make these really funny and special. Uh, uh, uh. I've got it. We're going to talk about the sport that should be up there with the big one. The one that should be being yelled instead of football, and that's hockey. Handball. Hockey. Hand- hockey. Handball. <laughs> hockey. Yeah. 